A Wednesday morning here at 20 in a row, Wax 104.5, 68 degrees. We'll get about 79, 80 today. Again, a chance of rain. There's some rain up north this morning, so there is rain around the area, and we'll probably see some of those things moving in and out as the day goes along. Tomorrow, just cloudy. And uh, if you're thinking about uh, cutting hay, well, we got Friday, or as I see the forecast right now, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, should be partly to mostly sunny days, but temperatures aren't going to be real warm Friday and Saturday. We're going to get out of the 60s. Well, about 66 on Friday, 67 on Saturday, but 84 by Tuesday. All right, that's a quick check of the weather this morning, but it's time for us to get the chores done here at the shank of the day as we're about six minutes away from 5 o'clock. And on this Wednesday morning, I'm Bob. And I'm Scott. And, Bob, I got to tell you, you were hoping for 80-degree days a, a week and a half ago, and you didn't get your wish, man. Yeah, it was muggy yesterday, wasn't it? It was downright muggy. Yeah. And then, you know, you don't sleep well. We don't have uh, the air conditioning, any air conditioning going here in the old farmhouse. And uh, I, I said, what kept me up last night? And then I woke up at uh, 4 o'clock or 3.30 or so, and it was one of those things that is so beautiful and so irritating at the same time out in the countryside, and that is the whippoorwill. That old whippoorwill is out there going at it as we speak. <laughs> Boy, uh, if anybody has one near their house, you know what I'm talking about. Absolutely. That's why I say the, the sounds of the early morning, the shank of the day, the best time of the day. Well, one thing we've been keeping an eye on, we mentioned yesterday that last Friday, Minnesota State Fair officials said they're canceling the Minnesota State Fair. Give us an update on what's going on in Wisconsin as we know it right now. Wisconsin State Fair Board, we know, met yesterday afternoon and was going to put together a decision and announce a decision about whether to go ahead with the Wisconsin State Fair. But we haven't heard that decision yet. And hopefully, even by the end of the show, we might be able to find something out. But we haven't heard one way or the other yet whether they're going to go on with the show. Yeah, and if if you're a betting man, what do you think? If I was a betting man, I would say probably not. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, I, and I don't know if can't they can see it happen. I don't know if they can hold some kind of a simulated fair or whatever they might try. But as of now, no decision yet on the Wisconsin State Fair down at West Dallas. Also, no decision yet, as far as we've seen anyway, on the Northern Wisconsin State Fair in Chippewa Falls, which of course is about the the second week in July. So we'll keep an eye on those things, plus other things that, uh, unfortunately, for the most part, are are getting canceled around the country. Crop Progress Report is out. It uh, always comes out a day late when we've got a Monday holiday. But, boy, oh, boy, lots of progress to talk about, both in Wisconsin and around the country. So we'll get to that and a whole lot more. We're going to talk to Kate Vandenbosch, who's the Dean of the College of Agriculture and Life Sciences at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. Why did we talk to her? Well, because the University of Wisconsin College of Agriculture and Life Sciences is ranked the eighth best agricultural college in the world. Not in the United States, in the world. There are, I think, two in California, Cornell and Wisconsin are in the top ten 
every other top 10 university in agriculture is uh, in other parts of the world. The top school is over in the Netherlands, but Wisconsin ranked number eight, ahead of Iowa State, ahead of Michigan State, ahead of Purdue, ahead of some pretty prestigious schools. So we'll talk to her. That's pretty impressive. I know some people who went to school there, Bob. Yeah, I know it. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> so, so we'll do that coming up in just a little while. Go drink your Revolution coffee here. And uh, are you branching out or are you still doing just the breakfast blend? Today, I, I'm finishing up on a breakfast blend, Revolution Coffee. What are you making, about 10, 10 gallons at a time that you're just finishing it up? Well, about three pounds at a time, so that makes probably 10 gallons there. There you go. I'm, I'm not, I don't mix it that hard. So I'm not one of those guys who has to straighten his leg out every time he takes a sip of his <laughs> coffee because it's so strong. All right. Well, you go ahead and uh, enjoy your Revolution Coffee and We'll talk to you after the top of the hour. Yes. Sure. It's 79 to high today. It's 5 o'clock. This is 104.5 FM. WAXX Eau Claire. Let's get some of the morning news. NBC News Radio. I'm Mark Mayfield. Minnesota Senator Amy Klobuchar is calling for immediate action after a black man died in police custody in her state. Dean Muccio reports. Video of officers arresting George Floyd Monday in Minneapolis showed a policeman pinning Floyd down with his knee on Floyd's neck. Floyd could be heard saying he couldn't breathe. Four officers have been fired. Klobuchar called it another horrifying and gut-wrenching instance of an African-American man dying. She added justice must be served for this man. Dean Muccio, NBC News Radio. The Supreme Court is allowing a federal judge's order to stand that would require the government to consider moving at least 800 inmates from an Ohio prison where they're at high risk of catching the coronavirus. Elkton Federal Correction Institution, which is near Canton, holds about 2,400 inmates, and nine prisoners have died of COVID-19. The decision now requires the Federal Bureau of Prisons to begin releasing vulnerable inmates from the low-security prison. The Justice Department is dropping three insider trading investigations into senators who sold off stock after early coronavirus briefings. A spokesman for Republican Senator Kelly Loeffler of Georgia called it a clear exoneration and accused the fake news media and political opponents of attacking her. Other investigations were closed against California Democrat Dianne Feinstein's husband, who made trades following her briefings, and Oklahoma Republican James Imhoff. A fourth investigation against Republican Richard Burr of North Carolina is ongoing, the only senator who said he directed stock trades personally. Burr has temporarily stepped down, in the meantime, as the head of the Intelligence Committee. And Disney and CBS Studios are getting hit with a sexual harassment lawsuit. The suit, filed in Los Angeles Superior Court, accuses a criminal minds cinematographer of harassing men on the set for 14 years. The suit says Greg St. John's frequently touched men inappropriately and kissed them on the neck or shoulders. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. That's why I never wanted to get into show business. <laughs> this is about as good as it gets right here. Nobody in the barn with me this morning, so I don't have to worry about that. But I did see some video of that situation over in Minneapolis, and uh, boy, oh boy, I don't know. Defense lawyer for those police officers, it's uh, going to be a tough case because that video is pretty powerful and kneeing on that uh, that guy's neck. It was not a pretty picture, that's for sure. Hopefully things get better. Weather-wise, they're going to get better. It'll take a couple of days, but it will get better. It's going to cool off, but then looks like uh, we're going to get into some hay season. We'll talk about that. 
While most of us would never have predicted a pandemic coming in 2020, we do know that hail season comes around every year and we can prepare for it. Here at Egg Country Farm Credit Services, we view hail insurance as a critical part of your risk management plan. We will help analyze your complete coverage, leveraging both the MPCI and hail insurance that is available to your farm. Let us help you prepare for the months ahead. Call us at Egg Country today. In today's environment, Courtesy for a Lifetime is even more important than ever. Hi, this is Scott Eisel from the all-new Courtesy Auto and Truck in Thorpe. When I say Courtesy for a Lifetime, what does that mean to you? It means you get to buy or lease your new vehicle your way. At Courtesy Auto and Truck, with all these long-term finance programs, you'll know Courtesy Ford will be able to keep up with all your needs. See the entire stock of vehicles all at CourtesyForLifetime.com. Courtesy Auto and Truck, just off Highway 29 in Thorpe. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Five minutes after 5 o'clock, as far as weather is concerned, there's still some rain clouds out there. The rain right now pretty much north of our area, Rice Lake and points north. It looks like on the radar screen, So, uh, but there will be storms again. Some of these fronts moving in and out today, so... There is rain in the forecast, just not everybody's going to see it. High today, about 79. It'll be back in the 60s overnight. Tomorrow, cloudy, and again, 79. Then it's going to cool off, but we're going to lose a lot of these clouds over the next, I don't know, five, six days. It looks like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, going to be more sunny than cloudy. But temperatures are going to be cool Friday and Saturday, just upper 60s. Sunday, lower 70s, 72 on Monday. Then 84 with some sunshine on Tuesday, and Wednesday looks like a pretty sunny day as well as we get uh, closer to knocking down some hay. Not going to do it in the next day or so, but uh, it's coming. Just hang in there. Right now around the area, Black River Falls is 63, Rice Lake 66, Wausau at 69, Marshfield at 66, Green Bay is at 70, Milwaukee 72, Madison Sun Prairie at 71, La Crosse is also at 71, and we're about, oh, 68 degrees right now here in the Eau Claire, Chippewa Falls, Menominee area. Looking for about 79 today and off and on chances of rain. We're in nine minutes, or excuse me, six minutes after five o'clock, and we got some more numbers to look at. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping Wisconsin strong. There's nothing ordinary about the challenges we're facing right now. But there's nothing ordinary about the places we call home either. Every day, we see our neighbors go above and beyond for each other. At Bremer Bank, we're ready to do the same for you. Let's see what we can do together. Find out more at bremer.com. For those who work in Acres... Not in hours. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And courtesy of Rural Mutual Insurance, we take a look at our early morning market report here at seven and a half minutes after five. Scott is with us and the cash livestock number, sir. 
Fed beef steers are at 105 to 114 and a half with mixed 80 to 104. Fed beef heifers at 102 to 114 and three quarters with mixed 90 to 101. Fed Holstein steers are at 76 to 89 with select and choice 57 to 75. Cows 40, 40 to 60 and a half and bulls 51 to 82 and a half on the hog side. Butcher hogs are at 25 and down. Sows, 12 to 15. Boars, 5 and down. Shorn and unshorn market lambs are at 95 to 165. And feeder lambs are at 150 to 210. All right, get the script ready. We'll look at some farm news with you here in just a little while. How's that sound? We'll be back. All right, that's uh, Scott on there, social distancing at home this morning. Looking at the rest of our uh, livestock numbers. Futures market at the Merck was higher yesterday. June live cattle ninety nine forty. That was up a dollar seventy. August live cattle ninety nine twenty five, up one ninety two. October at one hundred one sixty two, up two twenty two, and December cattle one hundred five oh five. That was up two thirty. Feeder cattle for August at one thirty three thirty, up four and a half. The September contract one thirty four forty two, up four twenty seven. October up four oh seven at one thirty five thirty two. November feeders at 135.97. That was up 390 in the January contract, up 370 at 134.87. Lean hog carcass contracts for June at 60.50. That was up 172. July hogs 59.57. That was up 367. August at 57.15, up 287. And October hogs at 52.25, up 222. Board of Trade was mostly higher overnight as uh, we're looking at the the prices higher during the day trade yesterday and higher overnight, just a little bit overnight. July corn up a penny, sitting at 320 this morning. The oats up a fraction at 331. July wheat up two at 509. Soybeans up another two cents yesterday at 849 in the overnight trade. And soybean meal up 70 cents a ton for July at 284.60. Cheese prices higher yesterday. Barrels up two at one ninety one. The blocks up two and a half at one ninety six and a quarter. Butter fell a cent and a quarter to one fifty eight. Class three turned around yesterday. May twelve nineteen that was up a penny. June up forty nine cents at seventeen fifty two. The July price up forty two at sixteen eighty six. August class three up thirty five at sixteen twenty eight. September up thirty nine at sixteen twenty seven. As prices were higher all the way out through December. So that's the way the markets look this morning, courtesy of Rural Mutual Insurance. And at 13 minutes after 5 o'clock, we'll get back to Scott. We're going to take a look at some of our farm news. Again, we've got 68 degrees right now. There's going to be some rain off and on throughout the day. High, going to be 79, 80 degrees today. The farm news is being brought to you by Chili Implement of Chili, Wisconsin. Keeping farms running, construction moving, and towns maintained is essential. That's why Kubota is working to keep you working. Right now, get 0% financing and no payments for 90 days. Offer expires May 31st. Visit KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Kubota, together we do more. Visit Chili Implement in Chile today and check out their entire line of Kubota equipment. Chili Implement, County Highway Y in Chile. Visit ChiliImplement.com or call 715-683-2444. 
Spring May Project Days 2020. Arcadia Farm and Home has what you need for your May projects now through June 6th. Save on everything from kids' sandals to lawnmowers. Get deals like two-cuff potting soil mix, $8.99. Torden Stump Killer, $14.99. Arcadia Farm and Home has everything you need for spring projects from painting, lawn, and gardening to deer plots. Stop in or call for curbside pickup, 608-323-7744. Arcadia Farm and Home May Project Days ends June 6th. Yes, they have it at Arcadia farm at home the crack of dawn never sounded so good wax 104.5 and the midwest farm report and we're about a quarter after five looking for some off and on rain today chilly implemented chilly brad and the gang over there bringing us our farm news this morning scott rejoins us and of course when we have a holiday on monday the crop progress report is delayed today so we just got that this morning what does it show scott It shows lots of corn planters are back in the sheds as corn planting around the country is now 88% done, up 8% from last year and 33% ahead of where farmers were a year ago this late into May. Minnesota farmers have 98% of their corn in, while Iowa and Nebraska are both at 97%, and Illinois has 89% of its corn planted. Furthest behind are Pennsylvania with just 47% of its corn planted, while North Dakota is at 54%. The early plant corn is rated 70% in good to excellent condition. Farmers are also doing well getting their soybeans planted. As of this past Sunday, 65% of the beans were in, 39% more than were planted this last year at this time. Furthest ahead with that job are Iowa farmers with 92% of their beans in, followed by Nebraska at 89% and Minnesota at 88%. Wisconsin farmers are also on the way and uh, being way ahead of last year, as they now have 90% of their corn planted, up 47% from where they were last year at this time. The early plantings are also rated 79% in good to excellent condition, with 45% of the crop already emerged. This week's crop progress report also shows state farmers have 79% of their soybeans planted, 61% more than last year, with 25% of the beans emerging, and 93% of the oats are planted, along with 88% of the fall potatoes. With the rains of the past week, topsoil moisture is now rated 93%, Adequate to surplus, way ahead of last year, Bob. Well, I'll tell you, I remember last year we were just struggling. It was just unbelievable and, you know, prevented planted acres and wow. But these numbers are good to see, that is for sure. And uh, looking at yep. that uh, moisture, 93%. Now, short, we've got West Central Wisconsin, 16%. Central Wisconsin, 11%, reporting the most shortage of moisture. But I... I think that's going to change in this next week's report with the rains coming yeah. through. Also, as far as corn planted, now well, we mentioned what well, Scott told us, we've got 90% in. West Central Wisconsin's 94% planted. South Central is 96%. Southeast, 90%. And uh, Southwest is 95% planted. Soybeans planted, 65% in uh, West Central, 71%. Northeast, uh, 85%. Southwest, 85%. In south-central Wisconsin. So, again, some of those uh, places where they really, really get after it, and it's uh, mainly cropping 
they're really, really doing a good job getting the crop in. So it's uh, kind of nice to see. Winter wheat now, 1% headed. That's two days ahead of last year. And spring tillage, 96% complete around Wisconsin. So uh, it looks like we're uh, in pretty good shape as far as the crops are concerned around Wisconsin. That's right. And, and Bob, one of the things, one observation I made over the past few days is just driving around the countryside is that the, even at this 96, 97% in, a lot of that that isn't in probably is accounted for in acres that were uh, using cover crops. And some of the cover crops were harvested in the past few days and chopped for heifer hay or whatever, heifer feed, and, and now they're going to be planted. So even then, I, I we were close to 100% where we want to be. Yeah, yes, we really no are. Doubt. You drive around, there are not a lot of fields that... Uh, haven't been gone over in some way, shape, or form. All right, sir, we'll talk to you a little bit later and get some of the local news. We will. All right, that's Mr. Scott. Also, something uh, we want to remind you about, remember, sign-up began yesterday at your local Farm Service Agency office for direct payments as part of the Coronavirus Food Assistance Program through the local Farm Service Agency office. And, you know, just about all commodities that we have around here are covered except... One noticeable different, alfalfa and other forage crops not covered. Hemp is not covered. And uh, so, again, we've got uh, some that aren't covered. And why, I don't know. Soft red winter wheat, hard red winter wheat, eggs and layers, sheep more than two years old, those are not covered. But, uh, I mean, cucumbers, eggplants, garlic, celery, they're all covered. Dry onions, but uh, peppers avocados but again alfalfa not covered that's uh, alfalfa i guess if you go to washington with the corn growers the soybean growers there aren't a lot of alfalfa groups that go to washington lobby and boy you gotta you gotta be heard or they don't give you much attention so alfalfa not covered in that program that latest money coming from the government but again sign up is going out excuse me at your farm service agency office but again, the offices are close, so you got to get it done by phone. All right, Kate Vandenbosch, Dean of the College of Agriculture and Life Sciences at UW-Madison, one of the top ag schools in the world, ranked number eight. We'll hear about some of the things that go on at the college with Mrs. Vandenbosch coming up on Wax, 20 and a half minutes after 5. Oh, my goodness. Did you see Bob's gorgeous soybean rose? Um, totally. I couldn't believe how clean, weed-free his entire field looked. I'm, like, so jealous. I heard he started using this new post-applied residual herbicide called Perpetual, and it's burned down in long-lasting residual powers, making his soybeans, like, literally the talk of the town. Ah, so Perpetual's his secret. Yep. Talk to your retailer or visit valent.com slash Perpetual to learn more. Always read and follow label instructions. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, what's it like to be the leader of the eighth best agricultural college in the world? We're going to find out right now as we talk to Dean Kate Vandenbosch, Dean of the College of Agriculture and Life Sciences at the University of Wisconsin in Madison. And Dean Vandenbosch, what is it like to be the dean of the eighth best agricultural college in the world well i think it's a pretty terrific thing um i am so so proud of the recognition that we get for the work that we do here 
And when you look at the other ones in the U.S. that are ahead of us, there's only three, two of them in California and one in New York. And those are much bigger states than, than us, and I think we consistently punch above our weight. Um, uh, we have a brand recognition among peer colleges around the world and around the country, and I'm very, very proud of that. And as you mentioned, California and New York are ahead of us, but other schools that, you know, you might think Iowa State University, Michigan State, schools like that, they're behind Wisconsin, and uh, that has to really go to tradition, but also keeping up with modern agriculture. It's not easy to stay in the top ten, is it? No, it's not. No, of course, um, much of what we do is, is done on a competitive basis. We compete for research funds that come out of uh, the U.S. Department of Agriculture, the Natu- National Science Foundation, National Institutes of Health, and that's we're able to compete because of constant innovation and building on our past achievements. And, of course, the College of Agriculture and Life Sciences at the University of Wisconsin in Madison is more than just that. Talk about, uh, Dean, if you would, about the many schools involved in the College of Agriculture and the facilities that we have around the state that make us number eight in the world. Okay, so uh, you mentioned a couple of other uh, states, Iowa and Michigan, and something that they do differently there is they uh, have multiple flagships. So you get in Michigan, you've got U of M and Michigan State. Same thing in Iowa, Iowa State and University of Iowa. Here at Wisconsin, we put all of our eggs into one big basket for a flagship. So we have the strengths here in the foundational sciences as well as the applied sciences. And I think that's part of what really makes us great. So in, in CALS, as we like to call ourselves, uh, we are all about the life sciences and how that is applied for uh, human health, animal health, uh, food production, food processing, uh, and advancing rural communities and some other areas. So we really bring it all together. As we look at uh, what brings it all together, the life sciences, the faculty and the staff and the facilities, give us an idea about the, the faculty you have just on campus not counting the outreach all across the state through the extension service, uh, the uh, places where we have, like the Marshfield Experiment Station, Arlington, and different places like that. Yeah, all of our our faculty uh, in CALS are based here in Madison, but they may work across the state. So we have about 240 faculty across all of our departments and academic programs. About uh, a third of them have some extension funding, so they have some um, very specific outreach function, and they do that in conjunction with the Division of Extension. Um, So in terms of facilities, we have a a pretty big footprint here on campus uh, in in Madison, and I, I think we're situated very nicely right in between the College of Letters and Sciences, which are some of the basic sciences we partner with, uh, the College of Engineering, and the Vet School and the Med School on the west side of us. So those are really important collaborations for us. And, of course, uh, the tradition at the University of Wisconsin College of Agriculture and Life Sciences goes on. You're very well of the heritage, Dean Leo Walsh, uh, Abe Eberly, Molly John. I mean, as you come in and take over, 
It's a, it's a tradition that's that's been there. There's kind of a footprint for excellence there, isn't there? There is, yes, yes. And uh, in the hallway leading to my office, there's uh, there are the portraits of all the various deans, and um, it makes me think I you know I have to hold up my end of the stick. We can't let down the the, the history that we have, the achievements that we have. We have to build on that and keep going forward. Dean Kate Vandenbosch is our guest, Dean of the College of Agriculture and Life Sciences at the University of Wisconsin in Madison, the eighth-ranked university college in the world as far as agriculture is concerned. So going forward, Dean Bosch, to keep this up and to get these ratings, are you aware of your being rated? Do you have to fill out some forms of what you're doing at the college so these people can evaluate you, or do they evaluate it on on graduates, on impact of research? How do these rankings come about? Do we know? Um, I'm not really aware of all of the criteria that they use, but it doesn't involve any active interaction with us. Um, it, they're pulling information on, on grants, on um, how the research is having impact, uh, about how many students that we educate, uh, and uh, about reputation as well. So that all happens without us being actively involved. And, of course, it's a challenge to keep this excellent. We know in Wisconsin what's been going on with education over the past few years. Budgets are different, and they're not what they used to be. How do you work around uh, some of those things? Because, uh, again, we, we change the faculty load as far as what's important in society now. So it's ever-evolving, but dollars are still very important. And, not as plentiful as they used to be. Well, that's that's right. The states have to invest in a lot of other things where they, they previously had, you know, less financial investment, and that leaves uh, somewhat less for higher education. And when there are periods of time when there are fiscal challenges, we feel it too. That was certainly true after the 2008 economic downturn, and, you know, we're bracing for the um, impact of the current pandemic. Uh, we have to, um, you know, we have to contribute to savings too, and we know that that's going to be the case here. Um, so these days, what supports the institution is not just state allocation, but it's in part tuition, um, including um, tuition paid by out-of-state students as well as uh, in-state students. It's about research dollars, and it's increasingly about. Um, philanthropy and um, uh, contracts with industry. And again, that's Dean Kate Vandenbosch, Dean of the College of Agriculture and Life Sciences at the University of Wisconsin in Madison, a school of which I can say I am a very proud alumnus and to be rated eighth in the world as far as uh, the quality of the uh, agricultural research and education coming out of that college. That's pretty darn good. And again, as we said, the top school in the world, as the rankings go, and the rankings were done by some international groups uh, that uh, do this, and uh, school in the Netherlands is actually the top agricultural school. We've got uh, UC Davis, Cornell, and uh, one other California school besides Wisconsin in the top 10. But uh, Iowa State, Michigan State, Purdue, they're all in below us, so uh, something to be really proud of here in Wisconsin. All right, we've got almost 5.30 in the morning. we got Rocky. we got to get some markets. Speaking of an award winner, here comes Rocky next. Economy, furniture, and Chippewa Falls is something that you got to see.
can rock in it, we got it. If you can recline in it, we got it. If you can sleep on it, we got it. Economy Furniture carries the national brands like Best, Catnapper, Therapeutic, and England. We also carry local Wisconsin brands Wolfcraft, Lang, and Ashley. You can shop everyday low prices at Economy Furniture. Furnishing the Chippewa Valley since Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. All right, let's get to the markets over at Premier Livestock in the Withy area. Rocky Olson joins me this morning, and I was thinking normally uh, this Friday I'd be over at Marshfield for their dairy breakfast. That's not going to happen. But uh, what's this going to do? You guys always celebrate June with the off and on ice cream and things like that. How are you going to do that, or can't you this year? up a little bit i guess we just can't we'll just yeah. have to keep it on inventory i guess so all right well yeah hopefully this loosens up a little bit but in the meantime we still got work to do what's going on at premier rocky uh thank you bob and uh, good morning everyone this uh yesterday's auction shaped up here at premier livestock did have a big run on a holiday uh with the holiday and monday canceled we had over 800 head uh fed cattle uh high choice and prime we're going to call them steady 83 to 88 on those holsteins uh select and low choice 75 to 82 choice beef steers and heifers maybe a little lower uh selling from 98 to a dollar five market cows mostly from 45 to 53 high yielding cows 54 to 59.50 market bulls mostly 70 to 85 uh high yielding bulls up to 87 low yielding below 70 organic market cows selling mostly 70 to 95 uh lower yielding 70 and down newborn holstein bull calves uh we call them quite a bit stronger yesterday uh selling mostly from 50 to 150 per head uh your beef calves also stronger 125 to 280 holstein heifer calves 20 to 90 today wednesday dairy cattle auction at 11. Uh, we do have two complete dairy herd dispersals. Herd number one, we got uh, 70 Holstein dairy cows, 75 pound tank average, 200 cell count. They're AI over 50 years tie stall cows. Herd number two, uh, we got a small grazing herd. They're going to be Ayrshire, Shorthorn, and Crosses. Uh, lots of top reputation fresh cows today. Several loads of springing heifers. Uh, and uh, we got some good bulls, some good registered breeding bulls. Got some big enough and ready for cows expecting 250 head of dairy cattle today uh, we'll have the hay auction tomorrow thursday at 9 30 and then we're going to get back to normal uh, we're going to have our wednesday hay sale starting next week before the dairy sale that's going to be at 9 30 so going back to wednesdays next week uh, also coming up at premier we're going to have another machinery auction uh, that's going to be june 26th <clears throat> we're going to be just at 30 days away uh, so if you've got equipment, very, very important that you get it in our lot. We get lots of traffic in and out. That's the best advertising you can get. We're going to do it online. We're going to do it in person again. Uh, we already have two full lines of farm equipment for the auction. Uh, really got some high-end equipment this time. Lots of new John Deere, lots of green in that one consignment. So check that out, uh, premierlivestockandauctions.com. Questions, give us a call, 715 715- Two two nine twenty five hundred, and that's how it shaped up, Bob. Sounds good, Rocky. You well, enjoy the day, and we'll talk to you in the morning. Hey, have a great day. See you bet. There he goes. That's Rocky Olson over at Premier Livestock in the Withy area, and we're going to check our weather with uh, Kelly here in just a moment. But again, an, another reminder that uh, don't forget 
The uh, sign-up period is on right now for you to get to a part of the $16 billion dedicated to direct payments to farmers who face pandemic-related losses here because of the coronavirus. Sign-up began yesterday at uh, Farm Service Agency offices, and uh, you want to sign up, you got to do it by phone because the offices aren't open, so if you can get through on the phone, that's a good thing. Uh, corn per bushel, CARES Act payment rate, 32 cents a bushel. We've got uh, oats at 15 cents, the soybeans at 45 cents a bushel, and uh, you can get the entire list from your farm service agency. Uh, they've also got uh, how the payments break down for livestock as well. But again, the payments are available. Sign up, be- <coughs> excuse me, sign up again yesterday at farm service agency offices. So give them a call and get yourself signed up. Let's find out about our weather. Kelly Slifka joins us from over at Skywarn 13. Good morning, Kelly. Good morning. Well, farmers are getting anxious to start cutting hay. It looks like, oh, maybe this weekend we're going to get a few days of sunshine strung together, huh? Yeah, and hopefully it dries out a little bit. Obviously, kind of waterlogged with the rain. Yeah, it is. Rain that we've had, and we've got some more rain today. I think the uh, heavier rain is going to start shifting down to the south. Uh, so some areas that haven't seen the real heavy rains let, yet, from Nielsville down toward Black River Falls, probably going to be coming in uh, tonight. Uh, that's where the heavy rain will be starting to set up, and it's all due to a front that's uh, been stalled to our west. Finally starting to inch uh, to the east into northwestern Wisconsin today, and that will be arriving here in the Eau Claire area probably as we get into the evening hours. And later on tonight, we'll start to see that humidity drop, and that'll give us some drier air going into tomorrow, and that'll last for the rest of the week going into the weekend. So looking at some uh, drier, cooler weather headed our way. But we do have a chance of showers and storms. Otherwise, we'll look at partly cloudy, warm, and humid conditions up to 80 today. We'll have a chance of some evening showers tonight. A lot of this uh, rain is going to be shifting to our southeast uh, tonight. Overnight low in the Eau Claire area, down to 61. Slight chance for some showers tomorrow, but most of this is going to be to our east. Otherwise, we'll look at partly cloudy skies, definitely less humid. I have 77. And we'll actually see some cool mornings headed into the upcoming weekend. On Friday, we'll look at mostly sunny skies as we struggle to get up to 69. Beautiful weekend, though. Sunshine Saturday, 70. Sunny on a Sunday, high of 75. Right now in Eau Claire, 67 degrees. I'm Scott Warren, 13, meteorologist Kelly Slifka. And it looks like, what, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, for the, at this point in time anyway, are going to be without rain as well for those that are starting to knock her down, huh? Yeah, it looks like a pretty extended period of some dry weather. It looks like headed into early, maybe even middle parts of next week. Ah, sounds good. Thanks, Kelly. You bet. Kelly Slifka over there at Skywarn 13. Again, uh, 67 degrees right now, and uh, hay weather is is coming, but it's a few days out yet. And our weather this morning on Wax, brought to you by Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. When you've got to have an auction, you want to work with a company that knows what it's doing to help you, and that means you want to use Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. All the folks at Christensen Sales are true auction professionals. They remember all the little things to take care of, and they've been doing it for such a long time. You know they're trustworthy, too. They handle every aspect of your auction professionally and fairly. Christensen Sales and its auctioneers are registered with the state of Wisconsin, too. Give them a call at 715-223-6345. Christensen Sales of Abbotsford, Wisconsin. Smith Funeral Chapel, family owned and operated since 1956. If you are involved in youth or high school sports, you need to know about Positive Coaching Alliance. PCA is a national nonprofit organization developing better athletes and better people through youth and high school sports. For more information, visit positivecoach.org. If you are involved in youth or high school sports, you need to know about Positive Coaching Alliance. PCA is a national nonprofit organization developing better athletes and better people through youth and high school sports. For more information, visit positivecoach.org. 
Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And, of course, we got markets still ahead, and we've also got uh, some local news to look at. But as we said, our our uh, weather brought to you by Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. And uh, while they're hoping to get the auctions up and running soon, they want everyone to stay safe and healthy. But they do have other property available. If you're looking well here, a 190-acre grade-A dairy farm located just west of Ogama with like new 2,100-square-foot, five-bedroom home. And uh, besides the the home, 106 acres of cropland, 65-stall, grade-A dairy barn. So, again, a lot of properties out there that aren't on the auction bill that uh, they've got available for you in a kind of a private treaty sale. Well, let's get to some of our local news. Scott joins us uh, back from uh, the Revolution Coffee Pot. What's going on locally here for some of our other news? Oh, Claire, police say it was a fight that led to a shooting that sent a local man to the hospital during the weekend. Investigators yesterday said 22-year-old Kyle Baker shot someone he knew during a fight. Officers aren't saying what the two fought about. Baker is waiting to be formally charged. He's being held on a number of weapons and assault charges. The FBI has joined that investigation into the in-custody death of a man on Minneapolis' south side on uh, the night before last, the individual was seen on by a bystander's video repeatedly, repeatedly telling police he couldn't breathe as they held him down. Some of the footage shows a police officer's knee on the man's neck. Off- authorities said he died at a nearby hospital a short time after that incident, during which he suffered a medical episode while struggling with officers. The State Bureau of Criminal Apprehension also is investigating that incident. Businesses in Eau Claire are reporting are reopening, but the city government will stay on emergency footing for almost another month. The city council last night unanimously agreed to extend Eau Claire's coronavirus emergency order until June 23rd. That order allows the city manager to suspend certain rules. It also means the city council can meet from home rather than in city council chambers. The state's Department of Health Services yesterday reported 279 new cases of coronavirus. Yesterday was the fourth straight day of declining coronavirus numbers in Wisconsin. Overall, 15,863 cases of coronavirus have been confirmed in the state with 517 deaths. The national coronavirus death count during the Memorial Day weekend surpassed the 100,000 mark with 100,644 American deaths attributed to the virus. And the price tag for the federal unemployment enhancement is nearly double what the state is paying out in jobless claims. The Wisconsin Department of Workforce Development yesterday released numbers that paint the picture of the unemployment in the state. Uh, The DWD said it's paid out nearly $482 million in jobless claims since the coronavirus started shutting down the economy. The DWD also said it's paid out almost $870 million in federal enhancements during that same time period. The enhancement means an extra $600 a week for unemployed workers. Some business owners say that extra money is making it difficult for them to get employees back to work. A lot of stuff going on out there with this, and I hope everybody heard. Uh, you know, we're pretty authentic out here in the countryside when we're doing the farm news. Uh, one of the neighbors uh, going past right here with his 
good old Case IH. <laughs> <laughs> Is he lost? Is he lost open, or so. what's he doing? <laughs> well, he's, he goes and uh, makes a feed run over oh, to okay. a, a, a feed bag every morning, right. right about 530. It's, you can almost set your watch to it. Oh, that's good. All right, well, you keep an eye on uh, the Wisconsin State Fair and the board, see if they're going to make an announcement. Also, Another thing we're keeping an eye on is, uh, you know, about three weeks ago, Governor Evers said in a week or two weeks he'd make a decision on removing the interim tag to Randy Romanski at the Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection. We still haven't heard anything like that, so I'll let you run through social media and see if there's any upgrades from the governor's office, all right? I'm going to look into that, and uh, on that note, too, uh, where all of those appointment politics are concerned, I made note over the weekend that even on the uh, uh, University Board of Regents, there are three uh, people on the board whose terms have expired that haven't been removed and actually with the governor's new appointments. So things are running behind with that. And, uh, yeah, the government has to move ahead with getting these appointments confirmed, and it's, it's interesting. But, yeah, I'll check into it. All sure. right, and we'll uh, we'll check in with you later on. Indeed. There he goes. There's Scott down there, social distancing with some of our local news. We're going to get to markets here in a moment as uh, we're about 17 minutes before 6 o'clock. And the College of Agriculture, Food, and Environmental Sciences cafes over at the University of Wisconsin, River Falls, another top ag college, not only in our state but our country and the world, recently announced the recipients of a couple awards. One of those is the Rochelle Junkman Seymour Award and Gabriel Peterson, an animal science companion animal major from Glenwood City, is receiving the Rochelle Junkman Seymour Award for the graduating senior with the highest GPA in the college. The College of Agriculture, Gabriel, had the highest GPA. She was a member of the honors program on the staff at the University Center, an officer of the Companion Animal Respect and Education Club. She's always wanted to make a difference in the lives of animals and organize volunteer outings to the Humane Society for Care Club members. And she wants to continue her efforts in a humane society setting and work her way up to where she can make a, a real difference for animals. So congratulations to Gabrielle Peterson from Glenwood City receiving the Rochelle Junkman Seymour Award from the University of Wisconsin, River Falls, College of Agriculture, Food, and Environmental Sciences. Well, let's get to the markets, and we head over to the Equity Altoona Barn. They had a sale yesterday. Let's catch up with Mark Coger to see how it went. In the Fed Cattle Division, choice beef steers and heifers on light supply, selling from 90 to a dollar one and a quarter. High-yielding choice and prime Holstein steers, 78 to 84 and a quarter. Choice Holstein steers, 72 to 78 with your heavyweight. And underfinished steers and heifers selling 72 and down. 20% of slaughter cows here on Tuesday selling from 48 to 52. We topped at 54. 60% of the cows selling from 38 to 48 with 20% of the cows selling 38 and down. Most of the slaughter bulls on Tuesday selling from 60 to 75. We topped at 81. Thin, full, bulls over a ton, horn bulls and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the whole steam bull calves weighing 95 pounds and up. On Tuesday, selling from 50 to $120 per head for light and poor quality calves selling low, with most of your fancy beef calves selling from 50 to $150 per head. Quick reminder, special feeder sale this coming Friday, May the 29th. For more information on that sale or to consign cattle, give us a call here at the market. That number is 715-835-3104. Now this is Mark Koger from the Equity Altoona Market. 
Have a great day. Thank you, Mark. You have a great day, too. Let's get more markets from the Equity Barns. That means we go to Stratford and Jerry Fitzgerald. Good morning, Jerry. How are you doing? Well, Bob, and a good morning to you. We're doing good. Another nice morning. Uh, nice and uh, nice morning here. A uh, little bit of a breeze this morning, but uh, again, uh, you and I were talking off air here. Uh, just uh, you look at the national weather map, especially the Midwest, uh, central part of the country, there's a lot of rain from all the way from the Gulf all the way to the Canadian border. So it uh, doesn't look like it's going to be real good for making hay, probably not till the weekend. Huh? No, I, uh, in fact, I just talked a little while ago. He gives us a call all the time. John, our trucker buddy, from over there in Stratford, as a matter of fact, is where he hails from. But he has gone through St. Louis. He said St. Louis area feels flooded down there, down into Arkansas, where he's been the last few days, flooded down there. So, yeah, it's uh, it's awful wet in some places. So we've been just just about right around here. We've been in pretty good shape. Well, how'd the uh, opening day of the sale week go yesterday at Stratford? All right, Bob, thank you. We'll tell the folks about that. Uh, good morning, everyone. A busy day yesterday here at Equity Stratford. We'll start out with the uh, cow market yesterday. A mostly steady trend on the cows. Higher yielding, fleshier cows yesterday were selling from 48 to 57. We topped out on the cows yesterday at 58 and a half. Uh, most of the cows in yesterday's sale, your average cows, they are selling from 36 to 47. And these thinner, thin cows, light carcass cows, uh, those are below 36. On the bull trade, your better quality bulls, mostly from 65 to 77. Lighter bulls, 60 and below. That cattle sale will be today here in Stratford. On the calf market yesterday, uh, uh, good demand continues on the better quality bull calves, 85, 230-pound calves, selling mostly from 50 to 130, fancy bull calves yesterday to 140. Uh, heifer calves, very limited demand, mostly from 20 to 50. Good demand continues on those beef calves, also at 100 to 250 on those. Now, Wednesday today, we will continue with the um, marketing week this morning, starting at 10 o'clock, and we will start with our cow cows again this morning. We also will sell fed cattle this morning, also sheep, hog, and goats, and baby calves, and then at 12 noon, we will do the feeder cattle sale, and we'll finish up with the market cattle this afternoon. And tomorrow, our sale does start at 11 with market cattle and also baby calves tomorrow. Do you want to mention a couple of... Special upcoming sales here at Stratford next week. We'll be into June already. Next Tuesday uh, will be the dairy sale, and we do have a large dairy sale for next Tuesday, including a complete herd dispersal, 130 cows, 120 heifers, all from one herd. And a uh, very good uh, herd there for you folks. Uh, also, uh, we do have a consignment of breeding bulls for that sale next week and also consignments of Holstein springing heifers. So that information on our website. We also want to uh, uh, mention our uh, one week from today, June 3rd, uh, as part of the feeder cattle sale will be our spring beef breeding bull sale. We do have a lot of nice, good quality bulls for sale on that sale. A lot of registered bulls. We just got some registered Simmental. You, Yearling Simmental bulls uh, consigned yesterday. So, again, I've listed all the pictures on our website so you folks in the beef business definitely put that on your calendar for next Wednesday, June 3rd, noontime start here at Equity Stratford for those bulls. And, again, uh, add all the information on our website, Equity Co-op, click on the Stratford page, or you can call us at 715-687-4101. And uh, I don't know if you picked this up yesterday or not, Bob, but the, for country music fans, the Hodeg uh, Music Fest, whatever you want to call it, has is going to be held this year in Rhinelander with some restrictions, so I don't know, but I guess that is going to be a goal. Yeah, I did see that, so, uh, you know, hopefully they will 
take the appropriate actions to keep everybody safe, but uh, at least there's there's something going on, that's for sure. Hey, you have a good day. We'll talk to you in the morning. Sounds good, Bob, and I thank you. You enjoy the day also. Mr. Fitzgerald over there at the Equity Stratford sale barn. Hey, still chances for you. Take advantage of these energy markets right now. we got some folks that can help you out. Farmers, are you thinking about taking advantage of these low fuel prices? You can by buying a new farm fuel tank direct from the manufacturer. 1,550-gallon farm tanks are in stock at USEMCO. USEMCO fuel tanks go through a rigorous process of sandblasting, followed by a urethane coating to prevent rusting. Full factory warranty, and they're easy to move, too, with a skid-type design. Get the best quality fuel tank and the best pricing by buying direct. Call Cal at 6 608-372-5911. USEMCO, Highways 12 and 16 on the east side of Toma. We believe in the places we call home. We believe in our neighbors. Every day, we see the true strength of our communities as they work through tough times and new challenges. We'd like to help you and your business do the same. We're Bremer Bank. Let's see what we can do together. Find out more at bremer.com. Central Livestock Association is your full-service livestock market with sale barns in Zambroda, Albany, and Rock Creek. Central Livestock has been in the business of marketing your livestock successfully for almost 100 years, so you know they know the business. They handle all species of livestock with special sales each week, Monday through Thursday. To find out more about their sales schedule, call Zambroda toll-free at 1-877-732-7305. That number again is 1-877-732-7305. Trust your livestock to the professional at Central Livestock. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. About eight minutes before 6 o'clock, 67 degrees. A little rain out there off and on today. Let's wrap up the sale barn activity. Go over to Central Livestock, over uh, to the uh, sale barn there. Patty Mickla has uh, all the numbers. It's in the cattle division. The beef steers were topping at $1.05 to $1.1450 with the mixed grading steers from $80 to $1.04. Beef heifers up to $1.02 to $1.1475, and we had mixed grading heifers bringing $90 to $1.01. Dairy steers were at $76 to $89 with the select grades from $57 to $75, and we had dairy cross steers ranging $75 to $1.1275. Market cows mostly 47 to 60 and a half with your thin shelly cows from 20 to 48. And we had market bulls. They were ranging mostly from 51 to 82.50. We had market lambs 110 to 140 pounds. The shorn and the unshorn 95 to $1.65. 50 to 70 pound feeder lambs were at $1.50 to 210. 70 to 90 pound feeder lambs from $1.40 to $1.7750. Slaughter used utility and goods brought sixty-two to a dollar fifteen, with the thin and call used from seven fifty to sixty. And we had small goats in last week, forty to sixty pounds, bringing seventy-five to ninety dollars. Seventy to ninety pounds brought one hundred to one hundred ninety-five. Goats that weighed one twenty to two hundred seventy-five pounds were at one sixty-five to five hundred and ten, and the nanny goats from fifty to two hundred and eighty-five dollars per head. 
Synergy Cooperative encourages all of Northwest Wisconsin to do their part during this unprecedented time, keeping safe and also supporting our local businesses. And should you need anything at this time, Synergy Co-op has all their businesses open with extra safety measures in place. That includes the feed stores, agronomy offices, hardware stores, auto repair shops, propane service, gas stations, and convenience stores, and even their drive through restaurants like A&W. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And uh, the market's brought to you by Synergy Cooperative. Board of Trade overnight, a penny higher at 320. The oats also up a fraction at 331. Wheat for the July contract up two at 509. Soybeans up two at 849. July meal up 70 cents a ton at 284.60. Country elevator prices, Doomer's Grain Service in Holman, Buck Country Grain in Arcadia, corn delivered to those elevators today, two ninety six a bushel, the soybeans at eight twenty seven. On our DTN screen, corn at Golden Plump at three oh two a bushel. Elevators in Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek, and also have the corn at two seventy, soybeans at seven ninety nine. Stevens Point, the soybeans are at seven seventy six. Elk Mound, 282 on the corn, 804 on the soybeans. And at Sparta, we've got the corn at 275, soybeans 794 over at the river in Ellsworth. Corn is 262, the soybeans 799 today at the ethanol plants in the area. Corn at Boyceville, 288, Stanley 282 at the New Richmond Grain Facility, 280 a bushel. Barrel cheese up two to $1.91 yesterday. The blocks up two and a half to 196 and a quarter. The butter down a cent and a quarter to 158. Class three prices were higher. May up a penny at twelve nineteen. June up forty nine at seventeen fifty two. July up forty two at sixteen eighty six. August up thirty five at sixteen twenty eight. The September price up thirty nine at sixteen twenty seven. As prices were higher out through December. And again, we've got sixty seven degrees right now. Chance of rain off and on through the day today. High about seventy nine. Also 79 tomorrow, then 66 on Friday, 67 on Saturday. But then starting on Friday, we're going to have a week or better of uh, mostly sunny skies. So, again, get some of these hay fields to dry out just a little bit, get a little sun to make it stretch out, and it's haying time. So so uh, we're getting there. The season is moving along. Again, right now, 67 degrees. A-plus insulation services. A-plus-eauclair.com. I'm Dr. Amar Habib with Advent Health. Balancing taking care of yourself and others hasn't been easy lately, but it's okay to take care of you. We want you to know we're ready when you're ready. We're taking every precaution, social distancing, wearing masks, checking staff and patient temperatures daily, and quarantining patients when we need to, so you can put your health first and feel safe in our care. Let's start healing. Learn more at adventhealth.com. 